we are in uncertain economic times. My art sales are personally down. In fact, last Christmas, my sales were quite a bit lower than the Christmas sales from the two years previous. And there's probably a lot of reasons for that, but I've been reading a lot of financial reports and the big retailers are reporting that sales are down. I'm talking to a lot of artists and they're telling me that their sales have dipped. In fact, I'm also hearing that for those of you that sell digital courses about art, there's a depression in those sales as well. So there's clearly economic uncertainty. There's inflation and it's totally affecting how people are spending their money. Do I think it's time to pack it in and stop my art business? No, I do not. I still think 2023 is the best time to start, build, and grow your art business, and I do not think it's time to shrink back. Today on The Josie Show, I've got a few mindsets and actions that we creatives can use during down times. Welcome to The Josie Show, where it's artist-to-artist chat about your art practice and your art business. I happen to think that artists should get paid, and I would love to help you to get paid. You can download my quick start guide to selling your art online. It's completely free. You can get it at josielewis.com ultimate, and that guide will sort of sketch out the amazing time in history that we're in, which literally has never happened. This confluence has never happened before. It is truly an incredible time to be a small business creative maker. And I think there's money to be made and I think you can make it. So I would like to help you to make it. But as you know, uh, there's some extenuating circumstances in the world. Markets and the way spending happens is cyclical. It ebbs and it flows, and it's just always been like that. But barring a world war or a meteor hitting the earth, listen, the party will return. Markets go up and markets go down. And small businesses can thrive in all seasons. As an artist in a small business, the best thing to do when the tide is out is to keep making great art, showing your art to people, and get really good at your thing. If you can become indispensable because of your excellence and your uniqueness and your originality, it won't matter if spending is down. So the first, the very first thing that you can do if you have noticed a drop in your sales or if you're thinking of starting an art business and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't possibly do it, if you know these big art sellers are saying it's hard right now, why would I even start? But I think it is worth starting and I'm gonna tell you why. So the very first thing is don't fret about the things that you can't control. There's this classic book, it's called Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. And in it, he talks about the circle of control. So I want you to imagine a big circle and a little circle. And what he says is the little circle is the stuff that you can influence and control in your life. You can decide what to eat, you can decide where to live, you can decide what to wear, you can decide whether or not to make art, you can decide whether or not to go, go to the gym. There's a lot of stuff that we can control. And then there's a big circle outside of our little circle with, with 
things that we cannot control. We cannot control whether our toddler eats, for instance. We can try to influence that, but sometimes toddlers are just going to do what toddlers are going to do. We can't uh, control the weather. We can't control national events. We can't control the larger economic markets. So we need to make sure that we understand what are the things that we can control and what are the things that we can't control. And ultimately, we have to kind of surrender the things that we can't control and not, you know, anxiety never helped anybody in, at any time. So we have to maybe be conscious of the stuff that's happening in the outside bigger world, especially the things that could be affecting our business and our dreams and aspirations, but we have to let it go and instead direct our attention to the things that we can control. One of the things that I notice that happens sometimes with people with a big dream or an ambition is they have something that they want to do and there's fear because of course it's uncertain. We don't know if we're going to succeed if we try our big thing. And so the mind plays tricks on us to get us to not take a risk because our, our mind wants to protect, protect us and our fear wants to protect us. Our fear doesn't want us to like stick our necks out and get walloped. So we have this very human part of us that's like, oh no, don't, don't do anything crazy. That's a bad idea. Just stay inside the lines and, and, don't, um, and don't take a risk. And the thing about that is, it will tell us things like, oh, the economy is down. Now is not a good time to start. Oh, the market is oversaturated. Now is not a good time to start. Oh, there are a bunch of people who have already made art just like you're making and it's better. Now is not a good time to start. Oh, you're just an imposter. You didn't go to art school. You haven't been at this for very long. You, you're not worthy of taking a risk in this category. That's what our mind tells us. And all of those things are in the category of things we can't control. The only thing that we can control is what we do, is showing up or not showing up. So my strong recommendation is to focus on the things that you can control. And if you have a dream and you have love in your heart for your art and your creative practice and you want to bring your art to the world, then just ignore all that other stuff and concentrate on the basics. You can concentrate on the basics of your art, of your photography, and your video. You're, you can concentrate on the basics of your brand, your marketing, and your business. And all of those things will help you with your dream, no matter what happens in the outside world you know, barring meteors. <laughs> if Mount St. Helens explodes, we got bigger fish to fry. But until that happens, I would suggest that you keep putting yourself out there and you keep focusing on taking action towards your dream. And also give a little nod to your fear. They're not here to hurt you. <laughs> your fear is here to help you. But as Elizabeth Gilbert says, your fear can come along with you on this road trip but they can't drive and they can't pick the music. So it's like, hey, hi, fear, I see you. You can sit in the back seat, but I'm going to take action on the things that I can control. So then I have just a couple of other thoughts about a down period 
of economic growth. Uh, and, and one of them is just super, super, super practical. There is this American tendency, and maybe other places too, where your spending rises as your income rises. And usually your spending rises just a little bit more than your income. So you make a little bit more money and you buy a nicer car and you get a nicer place and you get a nicer couch. And somehow, for a lot of people, the spending always outpaces the income, a little or a lot, and so many people carry debt. Debt is kind of crippling to the creative process because debt means you're gonna have to work more and you're gonna have to hustle more, and it might be that you're working a, like a job job that's not supporting your art, your art career, and it might mean then that your art career or your art passion takes a back seat. And I think it's really important, this is a Stephen Covey thing too, he says start with the end in mind. So if you know that you have a passion for being an artist and you know that you want to create and you know that you want to bring your art to the market and you know that you want to participate in exhibitions and you want to share with the world what you are making, you have to think about what is required to be consistent over a long period of time. And for ever since I was a kid, like, you know, when I was 16 and I decided to be an artist, I knew that I needed two things. One was time and one was space. So the space is important because you kind of need a studio or you need a table or you need an area where you can get kind of messy. <laughs> and time is important because of course you need time to make your art. So every financial decision I made was instead of thinking, oh, I, could, I have this extra money, I could buy a nicer couch or I can get a fancy car. Instead of making those decisions, I thought, I have this extra money, that means I can buy time and I can buy space. And so when we are in a market dip, my choices as an artist, I haven't really changed anything. I still, I had some good years the last couple of years. I don't anticipate that this year is going to be a bad year, but I will say, the whole time I've been spent, I've been saving. <laughs> the whole time I've been thinking I drive a 20 year old car. I'm serious, it's a very, very old car. And I don't wanna buy a new car because I don't wanna have a car, a, a car payment. Could I afford it? Yes, but I don't know what the future holds and my, my car is sufficient. So I'd prefer to allow for time and space in my future rather than have a nicer car. So I'm just gonna be your money mom for a second and tell you, <laughs> don't spend all your money. Think about the fact that, especially if you're running a small business, there's ebbs and there's flows, it doesn't always stay consistent, and it's good to be conservative if you value, like I do, physical space to make art and time to make art, which are two exceptionally important things. Then lastly, the last thing I want to mention is that when times are down, when economic times are slower, it's a great time to really focus on your passion projects that may or may not sell. You want to try, you want to experiment, you want to see if there's new kinds of expressions that you might want to spend time developing. You might want to test stuff with your audience. Maybe you want to experiment with different price tiers, which is 
different kinds of art at different price points that could appeal to people with different economic situations. So maybe you sell stickers <laughs> or you sell prints and maybe the more expensive stuff isn't selling as well, but that's okay because you've got lower price tier items that people might want to buy. So it's a great time to experiment and try things out. So anyway, I don't think that we should panic when there's an economic slowdown. I've been doing this art thing for, you know, 20 years or so, and I've seen all sorts of ebbs and flows and market crashes and crises and financial, you know, grenades that blew into the housing market or the stock market or what have you. And I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm still making art. I'm still selling art. We're going to make it. We're going to make it, guys. It's not the end of the world. So concentrate on those things that you can control, which is your art, your practice, your time, your spending, and surrender and let go of the things that you can't control. Don't let fear dictate how you're going to go forward. Hopefully this was encouraging to you. Thanks for spending this time with me today and go make some art.